Welcome to Coffee and Conversation. My name is Jeff Harris. I am the District and County Superintendent of Schools here in Del Norte County. And this is our weekly podcast where we talk about things that are of interest to uh, our community and really highlight some great things going on in our district and our county office of education. Um, today, uh, part of our continuing series of kind of figuring out what happens in departments around the district, um, we are sitting here with our HR department. So uh, joining me today are Rebecca Clay. Welcome. Hi, thank you, Jeff. Linda Brixey. Hello, Jeff. And Ruth Clay. Hi, Jeff. Is there a relation? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> so, you know what? Let's let's just start off. Um, we'll just kind of go around the clock. So if each of you could kind of tell us um, what your what your actual job title and how long you've been working with the district, because uh, a lot of folks in our community don't realize the the diversity of positions that we have in the work that's done, even in this one small building, much less with almost 700 employees working with 4,000 students and um, our community. So, Becca? I am, um, as Jeff said, my name is Rebecca. I am the district receptionist I'm tied to the human resources department. So when people call, I'm typically the first voice and probably the quickest talking one that they will encounter. <laughs> um, another way that the community may know me is through interviews. If they applied for a position, I'm the one inviting them to the final hiring interview. Well, that's great, Becca. And how long have you worked in the district? Um, I've been here almost five years. Okay. Linda? Hi, um, I'm the human resource technician, and I've been here for 30 years. This is my 30th year with the school district. I started out as a clerical assistant and worked my way up. That's great. Um, I basically am the second part of the human resource. Everything comes through me as far as hiring, mm -hmm. um, TB, uh, fingerprinting, paperwork. And once I get all the information that I need for each employee, substitute, hire, new hire, um, then I move that paperwork on to Ruth Clay. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. that's, a, that's a laundry and list right it, there. It is. It is. And the thing is, is our my our department, you know, is we we work with the community. We work with the public. We work with the school sites, the principals, the teachers, right. the parents. So we get a lot of calls, a lot of people coming in. So we're constantly busy, you know, and then trying to get new people hired, you know, then it just it, it, it's a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and we'll talk about that here in a few minutes. <laughs> and Ruth? I'm Ruth Clay. I'm the HR specialist. Um, basically, I am, I kind of hold two or three hats. One of them is onboarding and offboarding. As Linda said, when she's finished, it comes to me. And I do the pay cycles and get them all into the um, system to make sure that they get paid correctly. And then um, I also do the... Um, credentialing for the teachers. So I make sure that all of our teachers are credentialed correctly. Um, more currently, I am now taking over all the leave for the district. So I get to handle everybody's leave and make sure that they're out correctly and that they have the proper leave. And Ruth, how long have you been with the district? Um, this is going to be my 19th year. Um, next year will be my 20th. Yeah, great. So a lot of experience sitting in the room. Um, so just really quickly, we'll, we'll talk about kind of the hiring processes and, and kind of dig in a little bit on what you guys do here in a second. But how did you end up working in HR? 
Has it always been a love of yours? Is it one of those things that it was an opportunity that presented itself? Is it, how did you end up at HR? Well, for me, it was an opportunity that presented itself, but I've always been in the clerical field. Mm -hmm. So I started out as a clerical assistant at Sunset High School, went to a secretary one part-time here at the district working in curriculum instruction, moved out to Redwood, secretary one full-time, moved back into the district as human resource. Oh, wow. So you had said 30 years, Linda. How many years actually in the district office? I think this is my 17th year. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Um, It was also an opportunity that presented itself for me, too. Um, I actually started out as... um, a cashier for a party store. And then I just um, kind of moved along the lines until finally this position presented itself. And I have to admit, I absolutely love working for HR. Well, there's a lot of similarities, cashier at a party store working in HR. It's, right. it's, it's, it's always a party here at Del Norte County Human Resources. Yeah, and I, also, I always get to meet such amazing people, new people every single day. I love it. Yeah. Well, and, and so the other thing that you didn't tell folks is if they haven't they may not realize they've met you. If you've come into the district office and you've come in and talked to the receptionist, they've probably met you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ruth? In my case, I started out the high school doing the high school coordinator position, and I was there for 15 years. And then um, the uh, CalPads Aries position came available. And so I moved over there and did that for a year. And then um, the HR position came open. So I went for it and got it. So now I'm in HR and I've been there for five years. Yeah. So pretty cool. I mean, it's, you know, I think a lot of people think that you have to be on a track or know where you're going, but I don't think that's always the case, right? I mean, sometimes you get led places that you didn't expect to be. You know, I, I don't know if you guys know, but in in my my personal case, I never thought I would be a teacher or be a school administrator. I had a friend who invited me to go play a round of golf and told me he would buy me lunch because he was signing up for teacher credential courses. And that's how I ended up getting through my whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so another complexity I think that folks may not understand is you guys are kind of split too. Um Part of your job is a county position. So um, you work, quote, directly under me as the county superintendent. But then the other part of your job is a district position. Um, And then on top of that, part of your function is also personnel commission. And then the other part of your job is district. Do you guys want to talk about those things and and how that functions? Well, I will. I will comment on. the classified side of it right now, because yeah. that's I mostly deal with that the most. Um, we're a merit system. So basically what we do is we test for all of our classified positions. So number one, you have to post it. Mm-hmm. Then you have to test for the position and do the uh, eligibility interviews. And once you do that, then Rebecca sets up the interviews then we hire, then that's when the paper process starts. You fingerprint, you get all the paperwork and get them hired, get them on board. So you and Becca, you guys are actually part of the personnel commission. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when, and you, so you work with Summer Pike. Mm-hmm. And so as, as that happens, what, where do you say, okay, this is, this is 
PC stuff and this is district stuff? Or does that really ever come into play? Is it just all kind of part of what you feel is your job on a day-to-day basis? I think it's everything. It's it's our day-to-day, day-to-day basis. It's, it's what we do every day. So okay. I don't really split it. You don't feel that division. Mm-mm. No. The only time I divide it is when I'm corresponding the minutes for um, the meetings. Every other time is just my daily business. Okay. And and Ruth, you're not part of the personnel commission, are you? No. Yeah. I mean, I do some of the classified in the case where I bring, you know, like I said, enter into the systems and things like that. But I don't do much of the PC anymore. Okay. And and really, and all three of you also, not only do you do Linda, you and Becca work with uh, Summer, all three of you also work with Colleen Parker, who's the director of HR. So um, Linda, I'm going to go back to what you had talked about a minute ago about testing and about hiring and, and all the different things that are involved. This is way more than a full-time job, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the three of you right now are probably doing the work of five people Um, we, how long has it been since the HR department has been, has the HR department ever been bigger than this? No, No. I don't know. No. One year we even lost the receptionist. So that was, had to come back to HR. So that was tough. But at that time I didn't have testing either. Right. You know, the, the HR analyst did all the testing. So that wasn't even on my plate. Right. So I could do the receptionist plus the fingerprinting and, you know, some of the paperwork, but it's all different. You know, that those were, that was years ago. Oh, so, yeah. well, and I was going to say things have to have changed yes. quite a bit. Yes. Right. So what, what have been, so just think in the past five years, cause that's what you all have in common mm-hmm. over the past five years. I know that there have been changes to law. There's been changes to our process, especially now that we have a full-time, um, uh, director of classified personnel, full-time director of HR. What has been one of the more significant challenges that the three of you have had in personnel in the last five, six years? Um, Well, for me, when I was hired, I was hired just as a receptionist to answer the phones and deal with foot traffic. Within a year of being here, I was handed all sorts of different stuff from human resources with absolutely no training. Um, And then just over the years, my responsibilities grew, um, learning on the job, um, learning with these wonderful ladies. Um, And so for me, that was the biggest challenge because when I came on, I was expecting to be a receptionist and now I'm doing like secretarial work. And I think Linda will agree with me also is, is that we have the challenge that our process is even in the last six months, have changed so drastically, and they're continuing to change. And I think that they're going to even change more in the next six months. So we have gone from having a process, taking that process and revamping it, and having another process, and that get revamped into another process. So we are still kind of a work in progress. And we're going to shake things up, I think, a little bit more with trying to get, you know, our systems fixed in uh, like ASOP and Frontline Mm -hmm. and trying to get some of those things under control. And and so folks who don't know, ASOP and Frontline are digital tools. They're they're information systems that we use to manage our employees. Right. Correct. Right. So when an employee is out sick, or we need to get a sub, it all goes through frontline. It goes through absent management, ASOP, you know. And so that's the first thing I do in the morning is make sure that the teachers are covered, you know, that we have a sub in the classroom. And then once we get that filled, then we move on to something else, you know. So that's my first thing in the morning is to do that. 
And that's challenging in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in these times. Yes. In these times, it's very hard. Right. Yeah. I filled in for Linda a couple months ago and every single morning we're trying to get substitutes and it's like, I'm sorry. sorry." (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. But, you know, and you all do such a good job. And when I talk to folks, I hear people say, oh, my gosh, I, you know, I I love Linda Brixie. Ruth can always help me when I call back is always so nice. What is your favorite part of working in HR? Because let's be real, it takes a special kind of person to deal directly with people because you're always helping people solve problems. I mean, that's probably 70 percent of your job. I think interviews are my absolute favorite part of my job because they are the most complex. There's so many parties, so many people involved. Um, and at the same time, I get I love meeting new people too. So um, I get to meet new candidates every single time. And it's just solving the problem and meeting these new faces. I just, I love it. Well, I've really enjoyed watching Rebecca grow. I mean, over the years, she has just really blossomed. So that's really, you know, made my heart feel, feel good. Um, when I do the examinations down in the computer lab, getting up there in front of new people, you can see on their faces, they're very nervous, you know, and I had a great role model from Pam Holloway, you know, and she was always confident and very calm up there. And I tried to, you know, do the same thing that she does, make them comfortable, explain the rules, explain how the merit system works, explain how they get placed on the eligibility list. So, um, it's it's nice to interact with the the community you know, when well, they come in and test and help ease them into yes. that process, which yes. which is like you said. I think it can be really stressful. Yes, right. Yeah, and I think my favorite part is it's when we get to offer the job and yes. the person is excited Exc- about getting the job, and I think that's my favorite part. So you get to see the excitement on their face. Well, and I think that's why everybody's so complimentary of you guys, because you just sat there and talked about how you serve people. None of you said my favorite part of the job is the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> so right now, um, just kind of off the cuff, I know I don't expect there to be an actual count. How many open positions right now are you guys staring down the barrel of? Yeah, the the last I heard it was over forty. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, yeah. it's a, at yeah, least at least. And the majority of them are IAs in mm-hmm. the classroom, right? BIAs. BIAs. Yeah. yeah, I do believe that. Yeah, IA severely handicapped is one of our hardest ones to fill. Well, so why do you think that is? Because you know we, as we look around, you know, and quite honestly, we, whenever we fly positions, um, we end up taking employees from other entities around the county because we do have, we've got good benefits, we've got good pay, mm-hmm. we've got those mm-hmm. kind of things. Why do we have such a hard time filling our positions? Or is it the requirement issue that's around the job? Is it the lack? Is it just the sheer number of people that we're looking for? What do you think? I, I think people um, are really looking for a full time. We have a lot of turnover in mm-hmm. the instructional assistant you know, field and three and a half hours isn't enough 
is just not enough time, you know, right. and I think they're looking for at least six or seven hours. So they'll come in, they'll, they'll get used to it, you know, they'll like it, but then, you know, they need more, they need more pay, they need more hours. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them do extra hours, you know, uh, subbing. So we'll have an employee that's three and a half hours, and then they can also sub another three and a half hours, you know? So I just think they need full time. You need more. Yeah. Okay. But that is one change that we have made. We have, you know, turned our um, part-time three and a half into six, six and a half hours. So, I mean, that has helped, you know, somewhat. COVID has not helped anything. No. Right. Right. Well, I, and I think that's a, that's a whole wrinkle that I, I, you know, I know that for a long time we were having trouble getting uh, like skilled tradesmen. We were having trouble getting kind of the higher level maintenance guys. And we've got some incredible maintenance crew folks now. Um, Knowing what's kind of happened with COVID and what things look like before, are you seeing any sort of uptick or or are you being communicated with by anybody that's saying, hey, we're interested in positions and they're reaching out looking for positions? Well, for the past several months, I have been testing for IA, BIA, and I maybe get one or two to come in to test. And sometimes they don't even show up. You know, so it's really been hard to fill these positions when people sign up for the exam and then they don't show up. Right. You know, Um, you know, and there are sometimes are issues that, you know, they have personal issues. They just can't make it. And that's understandable. Um, But I think COVID's really made it hard. You know, we do post our positions, you know, on our website, you know, uh, through the personnel commission, it goes to out to the mm-hmm. newspaper. So we are getting the word out that we're testing and we usually um, post it 20 days prior to the examination, you know, so they, and we put it on EdJoin. You know? Well, and I think too, Linda, one of those new things that you were talking about, Ruth, that's happened in the past six months or so, we actually have a calendar now that shows yes. when we're testing and what mm-hmm. we're testing for and all those kind of things. So when, where, where can folks find those? So the hiring calendar is on our website, www.dnusd.org. If you go underneath departments, you want to hit personnel commission, and then it's going to be on the left column on the bottom. Perfect. Thanks, Becca. You're welcome. So again, we've got some positions open. Some of them are entry-level positions with those three and a half hour slots that are there. Like you said, Ruth, we're working on expanding the hours. I think we've got some that are even going to the board uh, next week that'll be expanded hours. Um, what would you guys say? What What's if somebody comes in, you all talked about the the hiring process and everything else. If somebody walked in your office and said, you know what? I'm, I'm interested. Maybe what, what would you tell them is the main reason or the, the, the primary reason, or what's the sell, what's the sales pitch you give about the one thing that's great about working with our district? Well, in in my point, I mean, I work more with the certificated side of the house than the classified side. And so when they come in, um, they're looking for um, environment. They're looking for the um, fishing and the hunting and the different things that Dillnert County offers. And so we have that going for us. Most of our teachers are moving up from the city, um, trying to get away from a lot of the heat in which we have, you know, great weather here for that. Um, One of the things that we talk about is, is, you know, um, all of the different opportunities they have, um, not only to expand their career, but also to have their kids here and have it in Del Norte County in our school districts. So that's kind of what we, you know, sell with the 
teachers. Yeah. Well, on the classified side of it, you know, when they want to come in and uh, I think I tell them it's a great place to work. You have your weekends off. You work when the kids are are, are working or mm-hmm. in school. You're off when they're off. You've got, you know, paid holidays. I said, it's a great place to work. Retirement, health benefits. Yeah. yeah. It's all, all those things. All those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the amazing coworkers that you get to see every single day. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're kind of running to the um, end of our time here. If... Uh, when people apply with us as a district, the certificated is pretty straightforward, right? There's a job application. Um, for those of you who may be interested in working for Del Norte Schools, I will have some certificated openings, some teacher openings, uh, counselor openings, those kind of things. You can find those at edjoin.org, E-D-J-O-I-N.org. Um, you can also give Ruth a call and she can kind of help you find that find that the more complex hiring process though really is that that um merit system merit system right and and becca thank you for that website where where they can go and see what's on the calendar if you were going to give somebody advice on how to apply for a job what's the one thing that you would like for people in our community who may be interested in working for us to know because I think sometimes it gets shrouded in so much mystery that they just go, ah, it's not worth it. I can walk into another place, fill out an application, and they tell me. So actually, I offer a service. If anybody has any questions about the merit system or any um, questions about how to apply, they can come see me, they can call me, and I will walk them through, first of all, what a merit system is and how to um, work at JOIN. Oh, great. So on EdJoin, though, you fill out a profile. Right. And all your information, you can upload copies of your transcripts, a resume, and any certificates that you have. And once you create that profile on EdJoin, whenever you apply for any positions that we have open for testing, that application will follow follow whatever you apply for. So they don't, it's always there. All they can do if they want to update it, they just go back to their original profile and update the information. So that's great to know. So, you know, if we've got if we've got community members, again, it's not just teachers, it's classified or it's certificated and classified. And that's even where we put our management openings um, at join.org, E-D-J-O-I-N.org. Uh, you can go check that out. And we also have just for the convenience, I think, of, of folks in our community and people that may be interested in applying um, with a lot of input from the three of you and the rest of our uh, office staff here. We just put new uh, computers and new access areas up in the front of our mm-hmm. office where they can actually, you can support them in, in applying. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Yes. But call. That's my recommendation is, is if you have any questions, call because we are here to help and we will do anything that we need to get you to applying on EdJoin. So if you have questions or you're confused or even if you just need to know um, about the district, give us a call. And that's 464-6141. The person who will pick up the phone is probably Becca. <laughs> and you can always hit zero to get me directly. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you'll get where you need to go. Well, ladies, I want to thank you for the time that you've taken out of your afternoon to do today's podcast. 
Um, thank you for all the work that you guys have done, are doing, and will continue to do for our employees, for folks that will be new to our district, for folks that we know will you know, ultimately be retiring from our district because you greet them as they enter and you, you help them as they exit. So um, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.